anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. Hello, readers, and welcome to Cash Daddies. We are banking fatties. That's right. We are the number one comedy financial podcast in the entire world the show that invites our readers to get rich or die crying with laughter. Um, I'm Chris Neff, uh, joined as always uh, by my fellow ass-to-ass brother, Howie Dewey. How are you, Howie? Good, Chris, good. How's it going on the West Coast? I am fabulous because I, of course, am in GME as opposed to you. We'll get to that. Also joining us, that's right, everybody. You know him. You love him. Uh, on the turntables, everybody's favorite little ass boy, little Evan Hand, everybody. How are you, little E? I am great. I'm recovering from literally laughing my ass off from looking at these uh, memes of Howard. Oh, why, why don't we address, excuse me, the elephant in the room before we get started. Our readers have affectionately decided to proclaim Howie Dewey with a new name. So uh, from this day moving forward, uh, assuming you don't have any problem with it, and even if you did, it wouldn't fucking matter, you will now be referred to as Howard Duard. That's right. So every time I every time I hear that Howard name, I just like I I, I picture what's the old lady's name from On the Family? Uh, uh, the lady. That's your mom, and she's just like Howard. Howard, what are you doing out there? What are you doing out there gambling on all those speculative stocks like GameStop and AMC? No more, Howard. You need to buy stocks that built this great country like GE. Don't forget your <laughs> grandfather. Your grandfather committed suicide and okay. jumped off the Empire State Building during the crash of 1929. Oh, my God. You want this to happen to you? Howard, Howard, it's cold outside. Get in before you catch cold. Great fucking cracking himself up. Oh my he's, God. He's one man show just sit there cracking himself up. It's Edith. It's Edith. Edith Bunker. Howard, my, my son that has a gambling problem. If um, I was a boomer, if I was a real boomer, I would know that. But I'm not a boomer. I'm a Gen Xer. Do you guys get that straight? Not that it's going to matter. It's not going to matter. Yeah, no, no, nope. nope. It's how, Howard, it's too late. You've <laughs> jumped the the Discord shark. Uh, you, you know how it is, man. Things go <laughs> viral. Things go viral, and you get branded for life. And you those, memes, those memes, literally, there was one of them today where I literally I started spitting out my coffee. I, I have a whole thread set up for them. Oh, perfect. I was laughing so hard, I couldn't, like, 15 minutes. I the, was just the, like, what? The Discord spent a whole, like, four, solid 45 minutes just making memes about you. 
one after another. The one I requested was Liberty Mutual. What's his name? The oatmeal was, dude. Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. I was like, could somebody please put Howie's face on the Liberty Mutual ad just so we can hear him say, Liberty Mutual. <laughs> it's good for America. It's for America. Um, yeah, Howie. Oh, I, right. I, you know, I don't think you'd be in this position if you wouldn't have talked Sam into selling GameStop. But, yeah. you know, my phone blows up this morning. And I, it's Sam saying, uh, kill me. And the response is clear. No, shoot Howie. He's the one that fucking blew this for you. Dude, I told him. But, you know, if he had bought, if he, he sold it, I think he did buy some FSR, which is up like 20% from where he bought it. Um, you know, that's some saving grace. Because here's the problem with GameStop. Here's the problem, especially with a guy like Sam. Sam can't Hold buy on. Besides the fact that you don't own it and you're not making money off it like the rest of us? Yeah, but Sam can't own GameStop. He'll have a heart attack. He doesn't know when to sell it. I mean, that's the problem with GameStop. It goes to 250 Do you sell it? Some people are buying it. You bought some today at like 247 230, um, yeah, 239 average. So you're, a lot of people are selling at 237 because they've already made 100 bucks, 100 points. And you yourself, you're buying it because you think it's going to go to 350 400 which it could. <laughs> Um, the thing I don't look, I don't look for 350. I look for sheer momentum. And if I can get out 15 points higher, 20 points higher, that's good enough for me. Those guys were giving me shit that I sold at 169 and, or whatever it was, you know, I bag a 25 percenter. I'm good. That's how I play the game. I'm a scalper, man. I'm like, I got him. I'm a little triple ish today, but I'm out there in the fucking, you know, fields, just fucking taking scalps and being like, throw it on the back of the truck. This is enough for me. I don't need the yeah. whole body. I just need a trophy, a little piece of momentum, and that's how I that's how I do this. That's how you make money. That's how you make money. Yeah. But I mean overall today I looked at everything. I mean, hell, ship. My DSX is way above 3, 320. That was up a ton. FSR is up a ton. Um Verizon's hitting a uh what? 2-3 month high. Um, GE was down. Now let's talk about why it was down. Let's talk about that eight to one reverse split. That is interesting. Um, and Chris, you're the first one that told me they came out. The board is pushing for a three for an eight to one reverse split. Um, you know, why, a- you know why I told you before you knew about it? Cause I'm not out fucking playing shuffleboard in Washington square park. I'm in the fucking market 24 seven. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're you're in the trend today. But here's the thing. Eight to one reverse split. Normally, that's bad. You don't want any stock to go reverse split on anything. But here's the thing. GE, unlike any other stock, they have 8.8 billion shares outstanding. That's just insane. 8.8 billion. So with the re- what the reverse split means is this. If you own eight shares at 13 bucks a share, if they do this reverse split, which it still has to be voted on by the shareholders, it's got to be passed by the board. It's going to take at least a month. But if you own eight shares at $13, if they do the reverse split, now you own one share at $104. Um, so you're going to own less shares, but at a higher price. Uh, anyone in the investment area will tell you that psychologically, more people are apt to buy a $100 stock than a $10 stock. That's just the way it is. Um, yeah. If we look and see, if we look, at see, if we look at see what Tesla and Apple did when they weren't reverse splits, they were standard splits. 
but both of those happened uh, last year. And before the announcement, I mean, after the announcement pre-split, those stocks just fucking went through the roof. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised to see that happen in this case as well, because you're right. Every, everybody likes that, that, that higher price point. Now, the flip side right. is, because this reader question came in today, they were like, why is Chipotle at $1,400? Um, and a lot of people you know, look at these high stocks and they say, well, people can't buy these stocks like Amazon. It's over $3,000. Yeah. And just there, is, there is some truth to that. I think if Amazon split, I think that they would immediately see a 5%, 10% gain. Um, they've been calling for it for years. So keep in mind, Amazon has never split. Another famous stock never split is Berkshire Hathaway. I think it's trading at like 250,000 a share, the A share, something like that. No, I finally did. Look at it. I think they finally did split. Didn't they split? No, they have the B. They have a Berkshire A and a Berkshire right. B. Right. But Berkshire A is, I want to, if you don't mind pulling it up, Evan, because this is fascinating to me. Yeah, I remember. I think it's over 300,000 a share right now. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, 3,000. 398,840. Yeah, I mean, no one's going to go out and buy a stock for $400,000. That's why they have the B shares. But well, you got look at look at Chipotle. Here's an interesting thing. Up until 2017, Chipotle was at like $300 a share in two, three in 2017. That thing's only gone up in the last 3-4 years, and it's gone up a lot. So, you know, give it time, it probably will. I would think it probably will split uh four five six to one at some point but i mean 2017 that thing's trading to 300 you could have bought it that yeah one of the reasons they were so successful doing covid is they were able to streamline their business to pick up curb service so effectively and you know their in dining um you know didn't suffer as much because they were able to transfer that business especially through their app um so they 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 pivoted and that's what great companies do so, like I said, I'm always on the companies that, that have innovation behind them. So, you know, I've only eaten at Chipotle once in my life. Buddy, I bought it tonight on the way home. It's so good. I've eaten it once in my life. So and I'll, be happy. I'll never go back there again. Um, it was a happy hour. Uh, had a few margaritas. Uh, had some, I think I had some sort of uh, quesadilla. And I did not make it out of the restaurant. Um I literally was in that bathroom for 40 minutes before I could make it to the car. Full never, ring blow, huh? Yeah, it was in Albany, New York. Yeah, I'll, I'll never up there. Yeah, I'll and never. Here's the thing. They, they survived some bad press a couple years ago with their E. coli thing. Um, people talk down on it all the time. I like it. Uh, I usually make it two meals. And I'll tell you the secret. If you want to go in there and get the bang for your buck, because I know we got a lot of, you know, frugal dollar shoppers out there is don't order the burrito, get three tacos. Because what they do is that if you've ever been in, Evan, I'm, you've been in a lot. They oh, grab the meat, you know, they grab the meat and then they give you the one full helping. And then the second one, they put the tongs in and they're just like, oh, let me get you two more tiny pieces. Do they do that? Where I usually just get double chicken. Okay, well, you have the money. But if you get three tacos, uh, they do them separately and individually and i swear to god that gives you at least 20 percent more meat so that's my secret if you want to make out with chipotle we're all about that meat baby buddy 20 who doesn't like 20 percent more meat huh? <laughs> huh? literally loves it oh, Howie, okay thank you for fsr i did jump on the fsr train <laughs> so i owe you for that we need to talk though 
about obviously GameStop and AMC, the story that won't die because Howie and I being, you know, the, 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 the swing traders that we are, we bought puts and right now they ain't looking so hot. So, yeah. you know, our, our theory was we're going to go into earnings today. AMC reported after the bell, they weren't good. And what does the stock do after hours, Evan? What did it do? Like another six points up? Six percent rather? It's up a little bit, 1057. But I mean, Jesus Christ, did you see those earnings? That company, what, what they were down 90%. You're like that, there's no way this company ever comes back from this. They're going to have to with bankruptcy. They're going to have to. Yeah, didn't you say you saw somebody on the street put out um, a target at one, one cent? One penny. Someone's got it. One of these firms has a target of one penny on AMC. I understand. I believe me, I get the whole squeeze thing. Um, my point is this. I wonder what the short interest is right now. Who, why, who would be shorting that? They'd be crazy to short that thing right now. It's, it's up um, because I saw it in a chart. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but it was you know significant. 24%. 24%. And cop that to GME if you don't mind, Evan. Still high. It's actually it's actually thirty one percent on AMC. AMC. Yeah, and GME's in the twenties, right? Seventeen. Oh, okay. Still- so it, it fell. So 12, here's 12. so let's 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 answer the big question. Why is GME on the rebound again? Is this a gamma squeeze, or are we seeing more institutional players? Because my gut tells me all the Wall Street betters were true to their word and said we're not selling. We're never going to be bag holders. I'll take this stock to my grave. And then the institutions are now playing the other side and causing this to move. What is your take, Howie? I think the same thing. I mean, because look, these Wall Street guys held their stocks when it went to 36, 37. So what's the difference now? If they're still holding, why is this thing back to 250, 300? It's not the little guy. You got big guys jumping in buying big chunks. I'd love to know how many black shares were bought today. Um, I, I bet you quite a few. I think that I think you got people buying 10, 15, 20,000 blocks on this thing. Got you have to. It just jumped. And then I'll tell you, at one point today, in 20 minutes, it dropped 40%. Do you see that? In 20 minutes, it dropped 40%. Yeah. And from- then it was halted a good seven times. And a lot of people ask, what typically causes a stock to halt? Well, the circuit breakers on exchanges are designed to stop. Uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Howie, when a stock has more than a 15% swing, is that correct in a fast amount of time? It, 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 the bottom line is they have to catch up. The, they have to catch up to the buyers and sellers. That's all it is. Uh, right. They need to stop and catch up uh, because, yeah, if there's too many people buying and selling at the same time or selling, usually it's one side buying or selling. Yeah, they have to stop and catch up. Um, the, other, the only time you'll ever see that halt is if, the overall market, if there's a disaster like 9-11 or, and, and they put the curbs in and that's, and if they know that if they don't halt trading, if they don't give it five, six, 10 minutes, whatever, that the thing will just fall. And I mean, that could be a disaster. So and correct me if I'm wrong as well. Weren't the circuit breakers installed? Were they installed after Black Friday in the, in the late eighties or was that after 9-11? I can't recall, but it was uh, one of them. Well, I mean, 9-11, they, they, they shut the whole market down. Right. They shut it down for a few days. Um, and then when they opened it, uh, yeah, curbs were in um, because, you know, things were falling so fast. 
so I don't know when they, it probably was in the nineties at some point where they put these in. I don't remember when. Yeah. And they, just, just so I wasn't also throwing random um, terms over viewers heads because people did ask what's a gamma squeeze and a gamma squeeze in my definition, um, the simplest form would be when there is so much call buying on a stock. That, um, that it affects the upward momentum of, on the stock. Um, any any re response to that? Am I correct when I describe it that way? Yeah, that's it, man. I mean, a squeeze, it's, it's, it's a basically a squeeze, a short squeeze, a squeeze. I mean, you got major institutions, hedge funds shorten the hell out of something and all of a sudden other people come in and buy, that thing's gonna go through the roof. And then they have to themselves, they have to sell, obviously, um or get rid of their short they have to cover it they have to i'm sorry they have to buy so that's why the stock goes up yeah and i will admit just from hanging out on the discord and we're glad to have you there now howard uh what i noticed <laughs> by the way you look miserable are you, are you are you literally miserable like with being called howard or did something bad happen to you today because you look i feel like i gave birth seeing all those pictures man it was just like <laughs> jesus christ they were they relentless they just kept coming. I will, I'll be honest. They were, it was some of the, I mean, this, this one, that's little lead. This is the one that started it all. And uh, for, for those readers that are listening, it just says how he's both, by the way, we all jumped in on GME because the discorders are so great. They talked me in my first round and then I got on my second round, but uh, how he puts out the tweet during the day. And it just said, GME is toast. <laughs> this thing finishes at 140. So how he puts them in a wig puts a purse on him, throws a little rouge on him, and then the flight started. As soon as I that, it started just going up like that. Dude, the, the memes were moving faster than GameStop at one point today. Literally. They were coming out. I bet you there were a total of 20 memes. And if you hadn't had a chance to check them out, we did repost them all on the Twitter for those of you that aren't on the Discord. And I do encourage you to get on the Discord because there's some really smart guys on there. The Deal82... Yep. Um, uh, Bitcoin Booster, uh, uh, Bo Higgins, uh, I'm, I'm forgetting a few names, but these guys are making some really great plays. And it's yeah. impressive because I've got so much information. You know, I've got my CNBC on in the morning and then I've got, you know, three screens and I've been finding myself paying more attention to the Discord. And it's a really beautiful thing seeing this community come together and I mean, we have emojis now. Did you know that we have a dead cat emoji? And when I heard about this, I was like, we're not putting dead cats on emojis, but it's brilliant. It's like a cat bouncing off a trampoline. I mean, these guys are getting insanely creative yeah. and, um, and, and they're, they're doing very, very well. So uh, I, I credit the Discord to getting me back into GME. Uh, the first time was a success. Will the second time be? I don't know. And honestly, I don't give a fuck because I really just bought the stock to stick it to you, Howard and Sam for having paper hands and literally just folding like a fucking house of cards. Uh, little E, do you own any GameStop? Are you back in? I don't own GameStop. Well, I was I was a bag holder. I bought in like a month ago. At a, at, like it was like 130 probably. And then it sunk. And I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to cut my losses. Well, he's a paper-handed bitch. No well, question about it. 
Well, I do want to give a shout out um, to one of the persons on the Discord because the stock topped at what was it one six or one no excuse me three thirty six. Yeah, and it was wanna, just below the previous right, high. Right. So if you want to talk about the play of the day, I got to shout out Cat Daddy Wave Runner. He trimmed at three thirty three thirty three. That's some impressive fucking shit. Yeah. So, Cat Daddy, Wave Runner, you get the gold star today. And um, also need to give a shout out, before the memes went crazy and you became an internet celebrity, Howard, um, uh, I put out a reader challenge and decided to Venmo $20 to the reader with the best Howard comments. And it goes to the Deal82, who was a mod on the stocks forum. He had the comment of the day. He said, Howard grew up with Jim Cramer posters in his bedroom. So, <laughs> come on, man. That's fucking, that's brilliant. So, um, Deal82, please DM me. And as soon as I get it, uh, let me know your Venmo. Drop in your Cash App. I do prefer Venmo, but if it's Cash App, I can do that. Um, one question. Sam's not here to answer it, but it was a, a question about a week back. By the way, for those of you uh, concerned about Sam, don't be. The last we heard, he's in he's Peru. Isn't he in Texas doing comedy? Are you kidding me? He's in Peru playing Indiana Jones, trying to track down the staff of Raw so he can find the Forbidden City to lead him to the fucking Holy Grail. He believes that shit, man. He's got a fucking rope and a whip, and he's like, you throw me the idol, I throw you the whip. Throw me the idol, I throw you the whip. I, yeah, who knows where he's at? So... Anyway, he's not available and he does send his regards, but hopefully he's going to come back with some sort of treasure. And yeah. um, anyway, Go. somebody asked, um, why do you and Chris not like Cash App? And I honestly was not on Cash App until Howie, you lo Howard, excuse me, you lost that bet to me and I got on it and I still haven't sent you my request for it. Um, I, I'm late to the Cash App party. I didn't even know you could trade stocks on it, but apparently you can. Is this accurate? Yeah. Yeah. It, so it, look, the reason the reason I got big here in New York, I'm going to tell you why. Uh, I live right down the street from PayPal Venmo headquarters, right down the street. And about two years ago, a bunch of offices in New York, uh, Venmo uh, got infiltrated and basically people lost thousands of dollars. Um, it was pulled right out of their Venmo and it was, and it happened within certain office buildings who did it. There's a lot of rumors. I don't know. A lot of people think it was some guys out in Coney Island, but they had this sophisticated technology where they just drained some Venmo accounts. So when that happened, a lot of people went to cash app. They felt it was safer. And cash app, just so you readers know, is owned uh, as a subsidiary of square and Square is an amazing company. Um, yeah. Buy the stock, uh, it's, 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 it's up there with PayPal for me. Um, yeah. So they're both solid companies. That's gonna be a stock that Kathy Woods is buying in and out of trimming uh, all the time. And the readers are so, so smart. They're now showing Kathy's um, trades from the ARC desk. They get posted on the Discord uh, daily. So that thing is really growing and that's what we want. We want this community where you could bounce ideas <laughs> off each other um, people are posting the options calculators. They're, you know, exchanging ideas, bouncing trades off one another. Same thing that Howie and I do before we buy something. 
Um, the same thing that little E does with whoever he's selling his boy ass to. You have to fucking, um, you, you have to have somebody to lean on before you make these big moves or any move for that matter. Um, yeah. And um, I want to uh, circle around to uh, the reader comment of the week. Last week, when we were um, on the show, we all mentioned Zoltan, who of course, you know, is the art of getting up. And he put out uh, the NFT and we were kind of describing to people what NFTs were, uh, which again are non-fungible tokens. And a lot of people are like, I don't get this. I don't understand this. I bought the original NFT that Zoltan put up. It's a one of one. And some asshole called me out for, for being a scam artist and being like, uh, participating in a scam and saying, you know, I'm like, oh, are you pulling this up? Yeah, what did this asshole say? NFTs are a scam. Actively participating in and promoting NFTs makes you part of the scam. Okay, this proves the point that not all readers read and A, have fucking brain cells because NFTs are not a scam. And I'm not doing any disservice to anybody by buying a piece of art Okay, because the other thing that's very fascinating about this, this ultimately benefits the artist. When you buy an NFT, the artist gets paid immediately, but they retain rights to that art. So every time it gets resold down the line, they get a commission, usually 5%, but you can set it at whatever you want to sell it. So that means if I ever decide to sell this Cash Daddy's one of one NFT, which I don't plan on doing because it's a one of one, it's ours, it should stay in the family. But God forbid I die and I will it to the, the family and you guys sell it and you make like $100,000. Well, Zoltan, he picks up another 10K, which I think is pretty fucking awesome. But don't be fooled by anybody saying these are scams. You could go to jail how the fuck am i gonna go to jail what are you gonna throw me in digital fucking jail i mean what am I... it's gonna be me on this show come on yeah 100 <laughs> percent. fuck yeah but my point is you know what throw me in digital jail i want to be i want to be in digital like with my cats in digital jail i want to be i want you know what i want to do i want to be fucking tossing one off come shots in digital jail so yeah Fuck you, reader, whoever you are, and don't even understand what an NFT is. It's not a scam. Now, sure, could, could, could you launder money theoretically? Of course you could. But I'm not participating in a scam by buying an NFT from our talented in-house artist. And I, for the record, I bought it at full asking price. So, How much did you buy it for? This is interesting as well. It was listed at 112 but I had to go through MetaMask. And if you don't have a MetaMask account, you should set one up because it runs on Ethereum. So what I did is I took okay. Ethereum from Coinbase, transferred it to MetaMask, went into Mintable, which is where uh, the art of getting up minted this. And then I went to buy it and it came out, checked out for like 270 because I had to pay like another 150 in what are called gas fees which we will get more into when we have our, our crypto guy on this Sunday. But if you want to start buying digital altcoins, um, here's your Sam portion of the show. Bitcoin, okay? Bitcoin is the sun that all other coins revolve around, okay? Okay? I know you guys can't get enough of Bitcoin 
is the son. So here's the point. If you want to branch out from your, your son and get some altcoins, you need to get on some uh, someplace outside of Coinbase so you can get those altcoins. Uh, I'm on MetaMask. Uh, I know there are some other wallets where you can buy, you know, more, you know, crazy coins. But we look at our buddy who we talked about last week. He bought those coins for like 0. 0.0003 cents. Yeah. And then what does he do? He turns that 100 bucks into 7,500. So if you want to get speculative, you got to get off the grid. Okay. Okay. You can't just be in, in, in Coinbase. Okay. This stuff's on another level. Okay. It's not, it's not going to come to you. You got to go find it. All right. That's what it is. You know what you are? You're like a digital prospector. Okay. And you're panning for, for, for diamonds in the rough. And these, these are the altcoins, okay? Big so, Brother's watching. Big Brother's watching. Dude, I'm excited, man. I can't wait to get on MetaMask and start trolling for, like, these, you know, these crazy coins. But, but, but you got to know what their applications are, okay? Yeah. So it's crucial. So if you guys do want to broaden your horizons, find a wallet where you can use Ethereum or Bitcoin to go out and buy those other coins um so but nfts um whether you think it's a scam or not if you buy one you're not doing anything illegal you're not you're not nothing's going to happen to you the feds aren't going to show up at your door and accuse you of laundering money okay so again sorry to go off on that reader but i don't take accusations lightly and saying i'm participating in a scam and you know what Here's the thing. If any of you readers are out there smart enough to go make a picture of my likeness and my three cats, I'm probably going to fucking buy it. Okay. So if you want to make some money, make some money off me and mom and sweeters and Millie, because if it has all three of us and I like the way it looks, I'll probably fucking buy it. Don't forget the shotgun. Yeah. Or the shotgun, throw the shotgun in there. Crazy so, cat and man, crazy cat, man. That's beautiful. So that is what beautiful. Are, so, Howie, what are we doing with these AMC puts? Because I'm starting to get worried. Well, I don't know. We got to wait and see what happens tomorrow. Hopefully, tomorrow's an extremely volatile day. Uh, <laughs> our futures are down right now. Let's wait and see. Wait and see what happens tomorrow. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting. Okay. Um, can you answer another reader question for us, Howie? Yeah, man. Okay. What is RSI versus RSIW? Oh, uh, RSI is the actual stock. And I mean, if it's got a W on it, it comes with warrants. Actually, and, actually, he's referring to not a ticker. He's referring to relative strength index versus RSIW. I have no, I have no idea. RSI, I mean, is this a company? No, no. He's talking about RSI, meaning the relative strength index versus RSIW, and I don't know what relative strength index W is. I have to look it up, honestly. I really would have to look that up. Okay, so- I mean, there, there was a question earlier. Somebody wrote a question and it basically uh, it, it was uh, about dividend reinvesting. Um, yeah, or also known as the drip or what comes drip. out of my dick at a fucking strip club. That's exactly it. That's a good way to remember it. Um, yeah, dividend re dividend reinvestment. Uh, basically, uh, it, like I said, if you work for Disney, you're an employee of Disney. Disney, 
you'll get what's called the stock purchase plan and every paycheck, not once a month, but every paycheck, whether it's uh, once a week, once every two weeks, you can take a certain amount of money, whether it's 25, 50, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, and you can buy that stock. Usually they'll give you the stock at a discount. You get it at a discount and they'll ask you, would you like to reinvest the dividends? Yes, I would. So if the, uh, the stock pays a quarterly dividend of $2, $3, you're taking that money and you're putting it back into buying the stock. It's a great thing. It's right. a good and, way. To and just for, for you that are new to online trading, all online trading platforms have a section called, well, DRIP. And you go in there and you can highlight which stocks you want to enroll into dividend reinvest. And of course, you want to do that because the interest is going to compound. So for example, if I own a couple of shares of Apple and I don't remember what their dividend, it's probably biannually, some are quarterly, but one day I logged into my, you know, E-Trade and I was like, oh wait, I've got 25.36, you know, shares of Apple. That 0.36 is now represented as a separate share, which is also, uh, you know, basically compounding itself. So the point is, unless you're a dividend investor, that's um, dependent on annual or annual or quarterly or whatever dividend distributions. You just want to keep it in the drip so it keeps compounding and earning more money. So that's right. Yeah, basically, it. Um, Good. And um, on that note as well, I would keep getting a lot of questions about Gamble versus GMBLW. Um, just to clear this up, Gamble is the common stock. GMBLW means there is a warrant attached to it. However, it is an uh, A warrant. So it means you can trade the, 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 the stock like you would a comp, or you have the option of selling it for $4.25 to buy a full share. Now, most warrants, you, do, you can't trade and they're not as liquid. The GMBLW warrants, are a shares so they could be sold on on a stock exchange just like the regular common stock the difference is they don't have any voting rights and then the second thing is they're excuse me mom the second thing is they don't have uh they're only good for five years so at, w between the ipo and when it ends in five years you need to make a decision if you're going to sell it or trade it in for the warrant uh the warrant price at 425 to, to get the full price of the share. The reason I am on the warrants is I've been tracking how they trade and I'm more familiar with the way they trade than the common stock, but either one is fine to own just to answer that question and clear it up. Um, people are also wondering about the new ETF that uh, Portnoy is promoting, um, Buzz. So somebody asked what the price target was for that and Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, there is no price target because it's a combination of several different stocks. An ETF, you're never going to have a price target on an ETF um, because it's not one company. I'm, I'm sure, I don't know how many companies are going to be in that, whether it's ETFs vary from 10 to 50 to, I don't know. I think it has 40. 40? Um, and it, what is it? Like some sort of a social conscience fund? Yeah, right? they, they, uh, this company Vanek built an algorithm for the most popular stocks on online, but they have to meet like a certain criteria market cap. So like GameStock, AMC, NAKD, all that stuff is not in the ETF. 
yeah, yeah. And just to answer the question, I bought it and I already sold it. But I bought it. You sold it too? Yeah. yeah I bought it thinking I'd play the Portnoy Pop, um, which is one of my favorite dance mixes, if you know me, Lil Evan. Um, I thought it was going to shoot up and I was just going to dump it. What happened is it popped and I was down 5%. And then we had the, the massive NASDAQ correction. And then um, it, I looked today and I was like, oh, wow, I'm only down three tenths of a percent. I'm selling it. It didn't work out the way I thought it would. I think I lost $9 on it, but I freed up that cash to buy Roblox. And am I, am I not pronouncing that right still? Um, I believe it's Roblox. Ro- road with a D? No, row, Roblox. Oh, Roblox. So we should get into this because Howie, because he is a G and has the inside info and has been around the block a few times, was able to get that gangster price on Roblox while the rest of us working class stiffs had to pay a lot higher price. So Howie, why don't you tell us how you pulled that move off? I mean, every now and then, if if you have an account somewhere, they'll give you like we talked about, uh, if you're with a brokerage uh, that is the main underwriter or they're an underwriter on that IPO, you know, a broker and he gets shares at I, uh, that IPO, he may give you a few. Um, I got 25 shares. Uh, and you get it at the price before it opens, 45 bucks it was. Um, and like we said, originally, I believe this was supposed to open at around 25 or 30 but there was a lot of demand on it, which you always want. You want that price to go higher. So 45 was great. It popped at what, 70, 69, 70. I think we sold it at 73. Um, oh, it finished at 69.50. I'm out of it. Uh, but yeah, um, it was a, you know, it was a, what you want to call a pretty hot IPO because uh, it jumped 25 <laughs> points. Now, Howie, what do you owe this guy for making this happen? Do you, is this like some secret handshake bullshit? Is this like a fraternity guy? Or is this just you being in the industry so long when you need a favor, you call this guy up and he does it because he's going to expect you to return the favor down the road? No, I just have an, I have an account with him. Um, okay. And I've done business with in the past and um, I don't always get, but once in a while uh, he'll toss me a few shares if he gets a decent IPO. And that's it. Not a lot. Like you'll get, you know, some people today probably got thousands of shares of this. Um, I got 25. Uh, I'm not complaining, but you know, it is what it is. Get a few of those a year. It's good. It pays for the account fees. So if you were advising uh, our, our readers, would you say, should you go get a broker or is it better to just get your own online account and do your own thing? Well, yeah, I mean, it depends. Look, if, if you, you can do everything online in order to can't get, get IPO an IPO deals like you did. No, you can't get an IPO. You have to have an account with that firm that did the underwriting. Right. And today I certainly don't have enough money to have an, uh, an account at Goldman Sachs. What is it? Goldman Sachs. I don't know if it's 5 million. They have, they have a minimum. Um, but Bank of America, you can have an account there, Merrill Lynch, uh, whether it's UBS, Payne Weber. Usually, yeah, you have to have a substantial account there to get IPO shares or been in the business and known someone. Yeah, and just to circle back on Roblox, um, I am holding it. And people say, why are you buying this overpriced garbage? Because they did lose some money last year. From what I understand about this product, 
It has 38 million subscribers. These are children that play this shit. It's like Minecraft. Game, yeah. And, but they have in dollar games and um, th they're already attracting 38 million users versus something like Bumble that I want to say is like 138, which is another crazy number. I didn't know that they had. But the idea is, I think this has meme potential. I think it uh, could very well turn into um, another heavily shorted stock because the valuation was so overvalued. And I think the commoner who's playing the stock market right now says, oh, my kids, they love Roblox. I'm jumping on that. So I'm holding it in the hopes that it is going to be the next meme stock that gets shorted. So I have no problem sitting on it and seeing what happens down the road. So that's why I'm playing it. But I don't, I don't disparage anybody that was like, the valuation on this shit is garbage. There's no way I'm getting near it. I'm playing it purely for speculative and psychological reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know what it was. Like when I first heard Roadblock, I was like, wow, they must put up a lot of roadblocks. I'm like, that's, uh, that's a lot of roadblocks around the country. I had no idea what they did. I kind of see um, what you did there. Yeah. Um, is it is it time to put our tinfoil hats on and talk about this uh, GME and AMC business? Yeah, for sure. Let's do why it. Why don't you Why don't you give them the heads up, Lily? So basically, AMC and GME are moving in tandem, for the most part. Not exactly, obviously. They always have it, yeah. but for the most part here. Somebody tweeted this out. We retweeted it. You probably, you may have saw it, but just look at this graph. Yeah. And for the, um, the readers that are listening, we have a side-by-side -side graph of AMC and GME and <clears throat> GME and AMC both had precipitous drops at the exact same time, literally. And we're talking major plunges and they're trading right in line with each other. So are we looking at some sort of manipulation? I think so. Of course, they're meme stocks. I mean, they, they, they if you looked at AMC and GME, they've pretty much traded uh, the same since the beginning. I mean, usually all of them do. The only one that didn't today I saw was what, BB? Um, that with these two are always they're always tandem. Yeah, but we're not. It's got to be manip just like, manipulation. Absolutely. We're not just talking about overall. We're talking about like they're dropping at the exact same time during the day. That's a little spooky, don't you think? So I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, a lot of stocks do though. If you look at certain sectors, like uh, if the Dow starts to tank. A lot of dividend stocks tank. Um, if tech, if the Nasdaq starts to tank, you'll see. Like I'll tell you, I'll give you a great example. My P PLTR and in uh, that OCGN, those stocks trade fairly similar in tandem. Um, when one starts to drop, the other one does, and that's kind of the whole Nasdaq. So I don't really know. The one thing I will say, GME and AMC are different in the fact that sometimes when the Nasdaq drops, those two stocks go up. Um, yeah, it doesn't I'm, make sense. But I'm not talking about jumping like five or six points. I mean, how big of a drop did GME have um, when it was at 366? And then what did it fall to? 230. It was like 42% in 25 minutes. 42% right. in 20, yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, something. It was 198. So it was 344 to 198 in 25 minutes. I thought it was faster than that. That's just what yeah, an article like says. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like 20 minutes I watched. I mean, yeah, it was crazy. But I don't know if AMC dropped that much, though. It, I don't think that went as far, not like GME. But again, show the chart, Lily. It did. It had the exact same like percentage drop. That's yeah, it went why from like 12. See that, that red dildo? How, Those, yeah, but what's the, give me the price on uh, AMC? What did it? I can't see it. It's uh, 12, 18, 12 to 9. 1218 to 1156. Yeah, that's not the same. That's not even. Oh, you're you're talking percentage. You're right. Hey, we're idiots. We're comparing apples to fucking oranges. We're not fucking smart. So um, I guess that whole theory just got shot out the window, right? (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, GME is it's his own animal. I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. Um, I mean, It's like throwing dice, baby. It really yeah, but, is. But 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 there's a lesson you need that's to be learned here is don't believe everything you read that's shown in your face when you're in the fucking war room, when you're in the trenches. No. You and gotta it, know what you're looking at. I was wrong. I thought there was a bigger drop. I thought it was correlated to percentages. It's not. No, it's not. I mean, uh, AMC, AMC did not take that big of a hit when GME did, hardly at all. Um Cause I usually check them both, especially, you know, when there's a meme about me every three seconds, I'm, you know, I, I I'm hoping that it tanks and it did. Howard, so, do you think that the readers got inside your head today and caused you to not be on your game and trade as well as you normally would? They, I, they made, I was definitely much looser. I was laughing all day. I was just laughing all day. It was one after another and they were just, those memes were legendary. Guys did a great job. They will go into the Cash Daddy's Hall of Fame at some point. What, so, what do you got, Little E? It went from 1209 to 980. So it wasn't 1156. Yeah, I mean, let's just round that to 10%. Yeah. yeah. That's still a 15. drop. Still a drop, but not, you know. 40%. 42 yeah. minutes. No, um, that stock just, <laughs> me got crazy. One other thing I want to point out is, you know, everybody would say, why can't you guys record day of? It's never going to happen because of our schedules. But if you're paying attention, um, I put out a post yesterday after ACAD had that massive 50% drop on some bad uh, FDA news. It's a setback. And um, I, I called a dead cat on it. It popped today at 15%. So again, the best place to always track our moves, our immediate moves, is Twitter. I understand a lot of people aren't on Twitter. I talked to Zoltan about this because we have a Twitter link on the Discord. And I said, why aren't the Twitter links going right to the Discord? Well, the main problem is most people are on the stocks forum during the day. And if you click the left button on the tab, you'll see Twitter updates. And he said that the bot that we have that's transferring I didn't even know we had fucking bots, dude. This is sweet. This is like Skynet shit. This is like we got, we got fucking bots. The fucking um, the bot that we have transferring to Twitter from Twitter to the Discord is missing some information. So we're going to work on that. And honestly, I have not been on Reddit lately because between juggling um, the, the Instagram DMs, the Twitter DMs, and the Discord, 
and, and Facebook. I just haven't had a chance to get over there. So I will get over there. But um, the Discord is clearly where it's at right now. So I encourage anybody, if they just want a nice stream of information, pop the Discord on. What's that, Lily? Links in the description. Links in the description. That is the other thing. People keep saying, how do I get on the Discord? Well, we know you're illiterate. You can't fucking read. So we now are posting it everywhere. So um, the other thing is, if you have a question like that, don't be afraid to ask a fellow reader, hey, how do I do this? Because everybody's so helpful. They'll help you. Um, so yeah, but keep the questions coming. Obviously, we're going to answer everything we can. So um, just a quick update. DFV is currently clocking in at a $40 million net worth because after this movement today, from what I've heard, his shares are now worth 19 million and his April 16 calls at $12, holy shit, are worth 9 million. He paid 20 cents for him originally. Now those calls are worth 177 a piece. That is insane. So well, they, good for we, him. They could be back to five cents tomorrow. Boomer. <laughs> All right, Howard, now it's going to Howard, 500. Howard, you are not listening, Howard. How many times are we going to have to tell you that this is a generational thing that you are not understanding, okay? This is not going to go to fucking five cents or $40 anytime soon. There's no rug pull. So my question is, when are you going to get on the cash daddy's bandwagon and buy a piece of GMA? Maybe tomorrow. We'll see. We'll what, see. Would it, what would it need to go to for you to get in? Uh, I'd like to, if it went back to like 130, 135, which could happen tomorrow. You never know. Okay, can we get a prediction of where GME is going to end up tomorrow? Just, get, just hold on. It'll probably end up at 600, okay? Uh, no, okay, <laughs> hold on. No, we need an honest prediction from you because... Tomorrow, I bet you it goes back up to 325. Okay, so you're thinking 325, but definitely yeah. not 140 or anything. No, I think it'll go back. I looked at it today, and I mean, if you get the, the same volume... You get some nice volume, yeah. It could go to three twenty-five, three thirty. So, are you going to buy a share? Depending on where it opens in the morning, I got to see where it opens at nine thirty. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. little little E, you're going to stay on the sidelines for now. I was red all day today, and I was still having a blast just watching GME. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep it that way. Okay. What is the OCGN update? Because I already bailed, and people are asking. They're like. What is a little email? Should I buy? Should I hold? Should I sell? Can you circle us in? Yeah, Lily, give me some great advice on that. Do whatever you want. That dog. Um, I'm holding. The, I'm. I think this thing goes over 25. They're waiting on FDA approval, and then they're waiting on EU EUD or AUD something, whatever. Just however they distribute the vaccine. I think once all that stuff happens. That's when it skyrockets, and that's when everybody doesn't like just stops that progressive sell off after it bounces. I would like to see a skyrocket to eleven. What did it do today? Nothing. It traded sideways. It was down a little bit, but okay. nothing crazy. So um, we don't need to worry about hitting the panic button. No one's gonna fucking. Roll it's back like eight twenty. It's got to stay above eight or nine, man. 
like I said, uh, I'm I'm holding. I have a low, I have a low average, so I'm holding. Um, you guys can do whatever you want. I really like the stock. I okay. say a week, a week and a half. Tons of questions here about GE Howard. Should I yeah. get out of GE or hold? I bought it 14. Are you guys still holding GE? Buy more, buy more. Are you crazy? This is the time to buy. Buy okay, so your bro split. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. This is a great, this is a this is a great. I think they're headed in the right direction. New management. They just sold off. I, I want to say today they sold off uh, a a huge part of their turbines. Uh, they cut debt. Oh man, you went buy more, buy more. Okay, because I think conventional wisdom is most people see a reverse split and they say, holy shit, I'm fucked. So uh, this this is one of those few times where look, there's like I said. What company has 8.8 .8 billion outstanding shares? So they, if, if you look at it, they reverse split. So that'll cut it down to about what? 7 billion, you know, about seven, a little over 7 billion shares, which is, you know, at a price of, it'll be a hundred and four hundred and five. Um, psychologically, that's, that's, that's a lot better. I see that thing going up. Okay. really like it. Fair enough. Um, we are going to, uh, we have questions people asking about, what is staking? Um, we're gonna we're gonna get into staking with our Bitcoin guy, and um, we do need to take a moment and work Sam's balls. I can't believe I'm actually saying this. Um, he's out, like I said, running around treasure hunting, and I'm still gonna take the time to work his balls. So, little E, why don't you give us the update on? Uh, what Sam's picks were, and we will do the honorary thing and acknowledge his work. So Sam gave three crypto picks last week, and they are all in the green uh, as of the week. So first off, we have his, his Ren pick. Now it is only 0.83%. Still a green nonetheless. Okay, time out, time out. I am not working anybody's balls for eight tenths of a percent. Just How, Howard, are you with me on this? Yeah, yeah. You Nobody gets their balls worked for eight tenths of a percent. That's, yeah. that's just, that's the worst of his picks. All right, well, keep going. Then he's got VET. That's a 16% gainer over the last okay, week. Okay, that's a ball hey. work. And now he's got Decentraland up 46% this week. Wow. wow. Dude, that's, that's why he's not here. He's yeah. getting Balls worked for real in a he's, fucking yeah. ladyboy Thai massage lounge. He's probably in Thailand. He's probably way gone, dude. That's a nice pick. All right. So, you know, congrats, Sam, wherever you are. I'm sorry how he talked you into selling GameStop, which would have been up 100%, but you came through with mana. So we'll work your balls for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, people are asking about the tether scam. These aren't questions I'm qualified to answer. We will definitely hit those up uh, on this weekend's show with our crypto guest. Um, Lily, do we have any more questions? Uh, let me look through the question thread that we posted on Twitter. So if you guys have any questions, we post uh, usually post something before every episode um, if you'd like to. By the way, there was one of the fucking memes that went over my head, and um, it was the one where he's like wearing the football. There were a couple football ones. Was that from that movie with Keanu Reeves? 
Uh, that would be Water oh. Water Boy. Oh, that was Water Boy. Okay, now it all makes sense. Mud Dogs. Okay. Got it. Um, so we've covered a lot of them. The difference between. Oh, I we will announce this. Zoltan is going to put more NFTs out. We haven't discussed this internally yet, but there will be NFTs available, individual NFTs, where you could buy uh, an NFT of Loi, you could buy an NFT of Howard, um, you could buy an NFT of Sam. Um, so there will be individual NFTs available on Mintable and um, they will be auctions as well. We are gonna, well, I hope he does. It's his art, he can do whatever the fuck he wants with it, but he's gotta set the reserve higher than $100. And as long as we're projecting, what do you think the value is on let's say an individual Howie, Howard, uh, Dewey, NFT with a diamond hand? What should we set the reserve at, I guess is the question, because we don't want to screw this up. Hmm. It's got to be at least 11 bucks. Debbie Downer, Howard Duard. It's got to go with the stock price of uh, GE or Verizon. Yeah. Okay. So what are you saying? Pre-split plus, or post-split? Plus the dividend. Uh, dividend, Howard. Um, I'm crushing it. I bet you, I bet you each one of those... Uh, NFTs, if Zoltan were to play his cards right, I wouldn't put anything less than 500 bucks a piece on individual Cash Daddy's NFT. I think that's a realistic price. Hey, it sounds good. 500, if you're, if you're saying I'm worth $500, that's like, you made my day. That one meme though, with the, with the, uh, the, the famous porn star, that was beautiful. Oh, that's uh, that's wood. Yeah, that was wood. That was beautiful. Well, pull, who's, who's the up. famous porn star? Did you get Houston, the, the the chick that banged five hundred guys in one day? No, it's this uh, it's this guy. His his name is Wood. Unfortunately, he's not with us anymore. And under that oh. under that GameStop uh, yeah. right there, yeah, he's dead. But that that. Oh. The, the thing in his pants goes down to about where the retweet button is. So it's yeah, off the for screen. Those, for those that, that, was thing, that was the only thing that dude got right about me individually. <laughs> what? It was the only thing. I have that same problem. Yeah. For those of you don't know, it's the hottest meme. It's the big black cock meme that goes around that everybody likes to show people uh, with the guy on the side of the bed. I had no idea his name was Wood. But Howie, I think that's pretty big company to be included in. I'm going to tell you a quick story. When I lived in Savannah, Georgia, um, there was a dude that I played. I played in this basketball league at a JEA. It was a Jewish Educational Alliance, and and they had a really good league there. Everybody played in it, and it was this dude who was about 82 years old, and his name was Charlie. And we'd be getting dressed in the locker room, getting undressed, putting on our uniforms, getting ready to play. And Charlie used to walk around just with a towel over his shoulder. He probably weighed 112 pounds. He was 81, 82 years old. And this guy had a schlong that was probably too long. And I think it weighed like six and a half pounds. What, did you put it on a scale? <laughs> no, but no, but he would. You come thought over. about it, though. 
No, you would be sitting there on the bench talking to your buddy and, and you would feel something tap you in the shoulder. And he thought it was funny to come over and fucking lay a schlong on your shoulder. It literally, it was like getting attacked with by a bow constrictor. When does the story get good? Because <laughs> I think you led with, I've got a great story. Was it this guy? Charlie, Charlie was a legend. Yeah, he kind of looked like, but he was small. He was a little skinny dude. Charlie, literally, um, yeah, we named our team. What the hell was his Grossman? His name was the Charlie. Monster Cox? No. Howard, Howard Duard and the Globetrotting Monster Cox? Was that the name of your team? Grossman's Hardware was literally the name of our team because his name was Charlie Grossman. This dude, <laughs> I've never been like it in my life. He, had like, he was packing a wiffle ball bat 24-7. The um, Bad News Hog Monsters, starring all, Howard Seward. All the old guys who were friends with him, they used to tell him, like, Charlie, when you die, man, I got dibs on your dick, man, please. I, I want I want that. You got to leave it to me in your will. Charlie was the man. He'd knock you out with that thing. It's like 82 years old. Remind me again when the story's supposed to get good? Great story. It's a fucking <laughs> great, it's a great athletic story. It's all about locker rooms and men. <laughs> Bonding. Um, how you made a, a, a very bold prediction on Kathy Woods losing her job in six months um, with the NASDAQ correcting barely. I mean, we were in a 10% correction. What do you feel is the future of her ETFs? Because a lot of our readers love to sweat Kathy Woods. By the way, everybody always asks, is it Woods or Woods? I can't make up my mind. Well, you uh, can't look. Well, I'm not on her bandwagon. She hasn't been around long enough. So that she has not had the amount of success where you should be blowing smoke up her ass. Let's see how she does through a real true bear market with it, because that that ETF is so highly weighted in some in, in big time tech. Um, let's see if the Nasdaq gets hit like I think it will. I mean, hey, I love that we're bouncing back. I love it, and and I think we can make money on these bounce backs. But you can see, eventually, we're going to start seeing uh, lower lows and lower highs. And, and if that ETF gets throttled 60 70%, uh, she'll be working for us. Jesus. Somebody take your Werther's original away, Howard? You don't sound, sound so happy. I'm high on her. I still believe in her. She's coming uh, back, man. The, the stock was, one of my ETFs, my RK was up 85%. I don't give a fuck if it loses 30% of its value. It's still- What if it, lose, what if it loses uh, 80%? Well, then I'll care, but it hasn't happened yet. Well, no, of course it hasn't happened yet because we haven't even got started to get really hit yet. Wait till we start getting hit. I mean, there's a lot of guys, if some of these analysts are right, and if the NASDAQ hits 8,500 by August, which it could, uh, that ETS is going to be down 50, 60% at least. You, you literally take a shit and, and read Boomer's Digest when you take a shit, <laughs> don't you? Like you, you, are, you are so gloomy on this market. Gen, you're scaring me. Gen X. Gen X. I'm telling you, I've got good feelings. Look, I don't care if it tanks. We're going to make money if it tanks. You can always make money if it tanks. It's okay. Don't get upset. If it tanks, we still make money. Um, we also we need an update on ZKIN. Some of the readers are begging to know. Okay, pull up the chart if you yeah. don't mind. Because um, like I said, after I got uh, confused of market manipulation and taking $40,000 and going to Costa Rica, 
and spending it all on strippers. Um, I am in with my 500 shares. Uh, my average is 411, I want to say. I haven't sold a thing. And I opened this from the jump. I did not buy this shit to swing or trade it. I parked it. It's in my IRA. So I, I don't trade my IRA. My broker does. If it was a problem, he would have sold it. Um, I'm holding. I'm sitting long term. So I, this is a long-term play for me. I, I, here's, the, here's the thing that's really important for people to understand. I swing trade a lot of stocks, but I don't swing trade as many stocks as people think. So I usually have three or four stocks that I, that I track pretty religiously so I can swing them, but you're never going to get every stock out there. There's too many products on the stock market to track. So my advice is if you want to make money, Find a stock that's somewhat volatile, keep your eyes on it, track it, and make that your, your, your stock to trade. Of course, you're going to swing on the news. You have to, because that's what moves the market. But if I love a stock, their fundamentals, I'm not going to swing it because then I'm just going to regret it. So like I said, I am buying and holding that thing long-term. It's not moving. I'm sticking with my 500 shares. Same thing with SRAX. And SRAX is still down for me. I, I, I think it's going to be... Uh, what we refer to in the industry as what's the new, new buzzword for game changer, not game changer, disruptor. I think it's going to be a, a disruptor on its own. Same thing with uh, MindMed. People are saying, uh, one of the readers asked today, hey, do you like any psilocybin plays? I will push MindMed forever. Um, and I'm down 23% on it. Again, we just went through this massive NASDAQ dip, which has... Um, it wasn't that massive. It well, wasn't that 10% is a pretty significant correction. I mean, it's defined 10% is a correction. So uh, my they bounced right back. My point is it bounced back. It wasn't much. I mean, yeah, it did. What are you kidding me? In a week, in one week. No, 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 no. It did not bounce back. It's it's down 10% from the highs. You think that four and a half, four percent that it came up corrected oh, for that 10%? Highs in the down like temp no in the last week when we went down ten percent I think what I bet you it's probably down five or six it was up like four percent in the last two days yeah but four percent the Nasdaq was up like four percent doesn't balance out ten percent it's four percent from where it was at that the previous day what I'm telling you here is what I'm telling you here Skippy is that the Nasdaq has not. That is not, it's not even really a correction. Go to the one month. You got to have a few months. I mean, that's nothing. That is nothing. Where are we at now? We're at 13,000. Come on, man. We haven't even taken even a, hardly a dip. Okay. So what are we looking at on the one month, little E, on the NASDAQ? From uh, 14,025. Okay. Yeah. So. Was 7%, 6%. Yeah, so close, round it up to seven percent, something yeah. like that. So, like I say, that's not that's 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 cookies, baby. This is nothing. It's all fun and games right now. Um, and I think you know we may even bounce a little higher. Hopefully, we do. But when you see a real correction, that's when you see it go down to twelve five or twelve thousand, and then the next day it's at eleven three. You see a nice seven hundred where it's down five or six percent in a day. That, that's what I'm waiting for. And that, I think it'll happen at some point. 
So uh, long-term, maybe uh, because I have seen people ask this question, are you willing to buy um, puts on S SPY or any of the broader market indexes? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's why, that's why I kind of hope it jumps a little higher. Yeah. There's, yeah. If you feel we're going to get a correction, which I do in the next year or so, um, yeah, buy, uh, buy leaps. Uh, you can buy leap puts on, uh, on the QQQ. Yeah. Good deal. And that way thinks you're happy. Um, a lot of people are also looking at Tesla calls. Um, What's your thoughts on Tesla um, bouncing Ooh. back from this? Would have been nice to buy two days ago, huh? Yeah, I sure mean, I know. But listen, look, everything I'm reading on Tesla right now really worries the shit out of me. I mean, the fact that these Chinese companies are doing the same damn thing for a shitload cheaper. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. Tesla could get its ass kicked here. I mean, that's what it's looking like. Well, There's a lot if, a lot of Tesla, companies do the same thing he's doing. Yeah, well, if Tesla goes, the broader tech market crashes with it. That's the that's what worries me the most. Eh, you still got Amazon. You still got some big boys, Apple, uh, that that can hold it up. Look, I'll tell you what. Here's one for you. Forget about Tesla calls. A lot of guys really like Apple right here at this price. Apple is at a good price right now. Take a look at it. Still a hundred bucks a share, a little over that. It's 119, down. I think. 119. What's look, it at, Lily? 119.98. 119.98. Look, it, it, Apple's gotten hit pretty good over the past oh. uh, few weeks. Uh, the uh, trading, this is the definition of trading sideways. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pull up uh, pull up a six month. Yeah. See, take a look at it. I mean, Tell me that's not a pretty good entrance point. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at the support level. It Go down a little bit more, Little E. Go down to the left. Right there. A little higher. Yeah, I mean, you have solid that, support. Right. That's right. A good, pretty good. Like, a lot of guys are talking about buying calls on Apple. Um, that might be one to look at. Uh, three months out or longer would be my recommendation. If you want to buy a call, uh, do not play around with FDs in this market. That's my personal belief. There are some major uh, ball swingers on the Discord that uh, have been killing it with FDs. Uh, I salute you. I do not have that risk tolerance. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, I think we're pretty much all caught up. Uh, did, uh, is there anything we're forgetting, Lily? We are forgetting one thing. There is a new shirt up on the website. It is our cartoon shirt with the logo. You can get all four of us on there, 20 bucks. Again, as I said last time, if you've cashed out on anything, I think the least you could do is support the show, buy a $20 shirt. Um, Those shirts. And, and just get back. Uh, yeah. I got I got no problem with that. And then um, we do want to say thank you. It's always nice to get one of those reader comments that really cuts through and says, I appreciate what you guys do because it uh, you, you clearly do a lot of prep work. And I appreciate it when you guys say things like that because it is work. Uh, we wouldn't do it if we didn't love it. But the bottom line, um, and I have no problem sucking your all's dicks, you guys make the show. Um, there's nothing better than laughing out loud. Um, you know, at, at something you guys put up and you guys just killed it today. So keep, keep doing what you're doing. Keep making money, keep banking fatties, keep destroying Howard. 
until he decides <laughs> to buy GameStop and know that we all love you and we can't do this without you. And um, we'll, we will have um, just a, a note on general programming. We're going to keep the Wednesday show a little bit more current events like we were today, which drops on Thursday. And then Sunday is going to continue to be our longer form show. And um, we will start mixing in um, uh, a little bit more uh, technical knowledge as well as uh, terms and verbiage. I think we had a lot today uh, of that. But our goal is we don't want to overwhelm anybody with technicals because there's nothing more boring than fucking finance. So we, we are going to suck your dick when you smash it out of the park. Um, we are going to shit on each other when we, um, when we buy puts and shorts that blow up in our faces. I'll be honest with you, Howie. I think our AMC puts are absolutely fucked. Uh, they expire on the 19th. And I'll Everybody be needs a tax loss. Everybody needs a tax loss. Yeah, that's true. But see, that's the thing. Yeah, what, what I describe the stock market to, and I think this will translate to a lot of people, that are our readers and our fans, because a lot of them seem to be um, a mix of degenerates like me. Um, and then a lot of people that don't know anything about the stock market. And what I like to equate the stock market to is a game of Texas Hold'em. And when Texas Hold'em first came out and it was on the internet and ESPN, you could go down to the casino and play an ABC style of poker and not do anything stupid and walk out of there with consistent gains. And I did that for years. And then what happened is it got so popular, everybody caught up to the game. Now the saying that I use is everybody knows how to play the game. So what did I do? I started learning another game. I started transitioning into pot limit Omaha because I wanted an edge. The stock market's the same way. Everybody knows how to play a little bit. The more knowledge and the more reading you do, you pick up an edge, you pick up a new move, uh, you know, just like in poker. But you don't want to get into a game when everybody knows a little something. You want to play that portion of the game where people don't know what the fuck is going on. And again, there's that old saying in poker, if you don't know who the sucker is when you sit down at a poker table in 10 minutes, then you are the sucker. That's the same way with the stock market. If you're getting in and you're making these advanced moves on calls and puts, and you don't know the difference between a bid and an ask, you're the fucking sucker. So don't do it. Take your time, build some fundamentals, and then get in. That's my advice. That's cash daddies. If you guys don't have anything left to say, I'm done and I'm going to go pet my cats. We good? I'm out. We're yes. all out. Happy trading for the rest of the week. We will see you on Sunday night, early Monday morning. Uh, Lil E, take us out if you don't mind. Love you guys. Love you too. Bye, brother. Cash daddy. Cash daddy.